welcome to another episode of the Ready Fight Podcast, a podcast where I talk by myself because Nathaniel, my co-host, is busy. So I'm going to do something here for you guys. I'm going to do a mid-year review of movies, even though it's August, so it's not halfway through the year, but it's summer, the end of summer. So it's kind of like the mid-year. Doesn't matter. Here we go. I'm going to talk about movies. Uh, people are saying, you know, they like this, so we try to do it every week, or I try to do it every week. Um, try to get those, try to get those listeners, you know, because that's what this is all about. You guys. We're probably going to do this from now on. We'll do an episode where we talk for an hour about things that you guys hopefully care about, um, and then. Every other week, we'll do a little mini episode like this where we talk about stuff that you guys still might care about. Let's do it. The movies. Uh, starting off, I saw Black Panther. Uh, you know, Black Panther is that guy who dresses like the, the cat in the Marvel movies. So this movie is uh, takes place after Civil War when he's king. And he should be king. Or should he be king? Because here comes Michael B. Jordan and he's got a different idea. It's a great movie. Great cast. Um, love the parts with Andy Serkis and Martin Freeman. Those guys are great in these movies. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Breakout, breakout star in that movie. It plays a really good bad guy. Which I was really surprised. See movies with him in it. He's a good guy. Uh, but all in all, kind of forever. That movie, <laughs> kind of forever. Movie's great. Um, I think because of this movie and the impact it had uh, in society around the world is, you know, now they're they're adding uh, an Oscar category uh, for I can't remember what they call it. Some about breakout movies or huge movies, blockbuster movies that everybody likes that you should see too. Wakanda Forever. It's a four out of five for me. Great movie. Go see it. Or it's up for rent now, actually. Don't go see it. See it at home on the couch. Uh, next movie is Annihilation, uh, which is Alex Garland's follow-up to Ex Machina. You guys should see that movie if you haven't. It's a great movie, great cast, great direction, great everything. Highly recommend it. Uh, Pat, if you're listening, watch the movie, man. You gotta watch it. For you guys who know Pat, he was on the episode with Steven Seagal. Um, he refuses to watch the movie for some reason. I don't know why. He, he's just, he just won't watch it. But watch Ex Machina. It's a must-watch for everybody. And so is this. It's a very confusing movie. A lot of allegory. Just watch it and try to take away what you can uh but the movie has great visuals great casting natalie portman's in it if she's my number one natalie portman all the way i'm not sure if i really like the score of the movie until the end uh, speaking to the end oh my god what a what an amazing end to a movie that whole last like half an hour of that movie is just visually it will melt your mind and melt your ears because wow they they went all out and it'll leave you like oh man what did we just see uh watch it it's out now i give it a four and a half out of five after that i saw by the way these are all movies that i saw this year um i'm not reviewing movies that i didn't see which would be kind of hard to review a movie that i didn't see maybe that'd be fun to do though i should do that i should just review movies based off of their titles and posters or trailers maybe i'll do that in another episode that might be fun uh ready player one. Oh, i saw all these movies because i have movie pass which is now like you know a sunken ship but it was great for the time so i got my money's worth thank you movie pass but also hard pass movie pass you suck uh ready player one 
get out your bingo sheet because this one had so many references. The book was about a book about references and the movie was a movie about references. I don't remember what the plot was. They had to get these keys to do something and then you win money or a company or something. It doesn't matter. It's just a movie about movies and TV and video games and comic books and that kind of sounds like our podcast with what we talk about here. Moving along. Uh, it's fun. Uh, you see all these hidden references in the background. Like you can see Spike Swordfish, uh, ship from Cowboy Bebop. Uh, one of the main character rides Kanata's, uh, motorcycle from Akita. Uh, big shout out to something that I love, um, Gundam. Uh, but the lack of story and character development makes this one a big letdown. Uh, give it like a two and a half five out of five it's you probably could pass on this one unless you got nothing better to do and you want to see a movie that's about other movies and other things um then we got tomb raider tomb raider the reboot due to the success of the rebooted video games you guys remember those tomb raider movies back with angelina jolie yeah they weren't very good were they um except for her i think it's funny that angelina's father john voigt played her father in those movies little uh Little movie trivia for there. Yeah, it's good. Um, it really wasn't good, actually. The cast kind of carried the film. There's, there wasn't a lot of character development, though, but, I mean, good job by the cast for carrying along that movie. Um, Goggins is in it. That's fun. He's a fun guy. Um, but if you want to see a good Tomb Raider movie, just play the Tomb Raider games. I'll borrow them to you. I got them. They're good games. They're fun to play. Uh, three out of five tombs, because it was good acting, and Walter Goggins is in it. Next up, we got uh, Quiet Place. Did you guys see A Quiet Place? Because you should. It's it's great. It's quiet. It's scary. I love this. There's lots of tension. Reminds me of uh, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie, but better. Uh, I just remember being so quiet throughout the movie. It was so like tense, and everybody in the movie was trying to be so quiet, and I was like trying to eat M&Ms, and I could feel like everybody could hear me, which added to the tension of the movie. So John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are great in it, which I think those two should play Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman for the Marvel's Fantastic Four movie. That all aside, uh, Tomb Raider, yeah. No, we're Quiet Place. We're talking about a Quiet Place. Uh, I'll give it four out of five shushes because it's quiet and it's a place and it's a good movie. Then uh, after that, Infinity War. Uh, Infinity War is great. Loved it. Uh, good use of screen time for all those characters, right? I mean, you kind of didn't feel like you spent too much time on one character or not enough time on a character group. Can't wait for the next one. Uh, if you haven't seen Infinity War, wh- what are you doing? What? Why? Why did you see it? It's so good. It's everything that you want in a movie, a Marvel movie. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. I give it six out of six Infinity Gems or stones or whatever they're called in these movies. Next up, we got Deadpool two. Uh, it's a fun movie, more of the same as the first one. If you saw Deadpool, he's just Deadpooling about. Uh, it's a revenge movie. X-Force team is amazing in this. The cameos included. Uh, if you don't know about the cameos, there's some cameos in it. You should watch it. I like all the cameos in movies now. I mean, we were watching uh, Thor Ragnarok, and I forgot the cameos by uh, Matt Damon and Sam Neill. You know what? Doesn't matter. There's a lot of cameos in there. Watch it. There's so many cameos. You, you wouldn't even know all the cameos there in it because you haven't seen the movie. Or maybe you have, and you know all the cameos. Standout character to me is Peter. 
just hilarious, uh, played by Rob Delaney. Uh, Zezzy beats his uh, Great Domino, um, another great addition. Josh Brolin's Cable, eh, he did good, but I'd like to see other faces in these movies. I mean, Josh Brolin, he's, he's Thanos and he's Cable. I mean, and, and Cable's supposed to be like this huge man, like this monster towering man, like maybe uh, CGI him up a bit. I mean, they did it for Thanos. Why did they do it for this? Probably because they didn't have the money to do it, but they they should have just hired somebody somebody else. What happened to the old Stephen Lang as Cable? That that would have been good, even though he's not that tall. I'm contradicting myself. Either way, Deadpool two, you should probably watch it. It's it's pretty good. Solo, the Han Solo movie, Star Wars Solo, Han Solo tale. Why did they make it? I'm happy they did. Uh, it's a fun heist movie with a good cast. I didn't mind Alden Enrich's portrayal of Han. Donald Glover, uh, as great as Lando, they, they should just do a Lando movie. Paul Bettany is a good crazy person. He, he he goes mad. It's awesome. If you're like me, which you're not because you're you and I'm me, the, the trilogy movies, the Skywalker trilogy movies are starting to rub me the wrong way. I'm happy that they're bringing back J.J. Abrams to do the last one, kind of wrap it up. You know, it just just do more of the same, end it off on a high note. The, the Last Jedi, no matter what you say, it wasn't that good. I'm right, you're wrong. Or maybe it was good, and I'm wrong, and you're right. Either way, I like these spin-off movies. Rogue One kind of is, I think, my favorite Star Wars movie at the at the moment. It's, it's a good movie. If you haven't seen Star Wars Rogue One, watch it. But anyway, Solo, good movie. Check it out. I'd go see it if I were you, or I'd see it again. And I'm probably going to buy it when it comes out. I think it comes out on uh, DVD September 12th. I think I've abandoned my rating scale. Moving on. Ocean's 8, uh, it's just like all the other movies. They gotta steal something for some reason. It's a big convoluted plan that's uh, ham-fisted in execution. Uh, it's a good good cast, but dumb movie. If you want to see a good Ocean's movie, see Logan Lucky. That that's a, good, that's a good Ocean's movie. It's done by the same guy who did all the Ocean's movies, but it's better. Better execution. Um... I'll give this one a, a see it if it comes on Netflix, but that's it. That's that's the new rating scale we're going to use. Uh, Incredibles 2. It's pretty much a rehash of the first one, and that's okay. Um, some great stuff uh, in this, but overall, not really worth a watch. Um, unless you like it, then watch it. The the best stuff is Dad going mad at because he's a stay-at-home father now. Um, that, that stuff was really funny. Um, you know, he's got, he's always got the five o'clock shadow and his hair's messed up. He's always in his pajamas sleeping. It's pretty good. Probably the best part of it is Jack-Jack, who's the baby. Um, he has, a, he has like, I can't remember how many superpowers he's supposed to have, but he has this fight scene and it's, it's a great fight scene. It's a heck of a time. Probably made the whole movie worth it. It's okay. In my book. First one's better. Watch it if you want. Then I saw Tag. It's, it's a bunch of guys playing Tag. John Hamm and uh, Jake Johnson are funny, but y- you don't have to see it. Two out of five, maybe. Uh, two out of five is fine. Jurassic World 2, it's a big letdown. So much of this movie didn't make sense. Like, think that they they made this dinosaur. Spoilers, if you care. It's not really a spoiler. It's just a dumb plot point in the movie. They make another dinosaur, which I think they showed in like the trailers. They showed all of this movie in the trailers. You pretty much didn't have to see this movie if you saw a trailer for it. But they make this dinosaur, and then you have to use this gun and point it at a guy for the dinosaur to kill a person or, you know, a group of people. 
Isn't that the point of the gun? Like, why are you adding this thing to a gun? A gun, you already have to point at people, and it kills people. doesn't matter. It's dumb. It's a dumb movie. And then there's also this scene where, like, this Brachiosaurus, like, tries to walk out on this pier to get saved. And then they just see it, like, die in this fire. Why didn't it go in the water? Like, all these other dinosaurs go in the water, and then they start swimming. But this Brachiosaurus is like, I can't swim. He's the one Brachiosaurus. Are they even Brachiosauruses called anymore? I've been off my dinosaur game since I was, like, seven. So I don't remember. I think they retconned dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, retconning dinosaurs is a funny concept to think of. Um, yeah, but I don't know. It, it's a big... Dino for me. See what I did there? Uh, next up, we got Sicario 2. Look who's Sicarioing now. Why Why did they make this? Didn't, didn't Benicio Del Toro get revenge at the end of the first one? I, I thought that's that, how that one ends. But this is this is a whole movie is he's he's getting revenge again. He's revenging. He's Sicarioing. He's, he's a big old Sicario. Uh, they go to Mexican... And it does. They go to they go to Mexico to do some stuff. Doesn't turn out right, uh, and that's pretty much the whole movie. Uh, but you get to hear Benicio del Toro say, "So you want to be a Sicario to another person?" Which, in my book, makes the whole movie worth it. Um, who says that to somebody? So you want to be a Sicario? Ever since I can remember, I wanted to be a Sicario. The overall, great action pieces, but I don't want to be a Sicario. Don't don't waste your time on the movie. Uh, Ant Man of the Wasp, pretty fun. Ant Man's on house arrest, so it's kind of uh, self contained. You know, that's why he's not in Infinity War. There, there's a lot of great scenes between Paul Rudd and Randall Park. Uh, Randall Park plays a FBI agent. And they, they got some good banter. We get uh, another Wally Goggs appearance. Uh, Michael Pina is great. He's really good in these movies. His character is pretty funny. He's got some great scenes. Overall, it's a good movie. Minus some uh, physics discrepancies I have with it. it it's uh, a, a good romp. Superheroing about. Uh, inclusion of Evangeline Lilly's Wasp makes for some new good action scenes. Uh, I give it a three and a half out of five. Yeah, I brought the rating scale back. I remembered to do that. Good job, Greg. Good job, everybody. You're all doing great. We're almost done. Couple more movies. Uh, Skyscraper. I already did a review of this, uh, I think, in the first episode. Good movie. Doesn't make sense. 2.7 out of five. Go see it. Not in theater. See it on Hulu or Netflix or any of those. Any of those things that you paid money for. Go see it on that. Then we got The Equalizer 2. Uh, overall movies, okay? I have a hunch that Bill Pullman's actually the bad guy in all of these movies. And it's going to be revealed in, like, the third one. Now, somebody I know refutes this hypothesis, but stay with me. In the first Equalizer, there, there's a scene where the Equalizer, Denzel Washington, is sitting down and having dinner with his lady friend uh, and Bill Pullman. Pullman? Is it Pullman or Pullman? I don't know. I think it's Pullman. I think I've been saying Bill Pullman all my life, and it's Bill Pullman. But they're sitting there, and he's, like, pouring some wine for them, and then he looks at the two of them. And he gives them, I know, a threatening look when I see it. And he gives them this, like, slanted-eyed look, and I'm like, oh, man, he's going to be the bad guy. And he wasn't the bad guy in the movie. And then the second one, he's driving in a car with an equalizer, and he gives them the same look. And I'm like, he is up to something. Write it down. You heard it here first. Bill Pullman is the bad guy in Equalizer 3, and he's been the bad guy the whole time. 
Uh, anyway, three out of five for some solid action and uh, some pretty great cam work. There's there's some pretty good shots in that movie. Um, then we got Mission Impossible falling out with the government. Uh, I should probably name movies. I should get a job in Hollywood. What do you guys think? Uh, it's a great movie. I already reviewed it. See it without a doubt. It, it's amazing. My only my only drawback or my only uh, contentious contention with this movie is that in the trailer, there's a scene where Henry Cavill cocks his arms and it makes gun noises. And they should have left that movie, that part of the movie, because it's awesome and it's hilarious. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch any Mission Impossible trailer and you'll see it. But they took it out in the movie. Hey, Hollywood. It's me. Put that back in. After that, I saw The Spy Who Dumped Me. This isn't good. Don't see it. Worst movie I've seen all all year. Not much to say. Uh, you figure out the plot from, like, the get-go right out of the gate. It's not good. Don't see it. But Justin Theroux's in it. I love Justin Theroux. Have you ever seen The Leftovers on HBO? It's great. And I think Justin Theroux should play Snake in the upcoming Metal Gear Solid movie. So if you're with me, I started a hashtag on Twitter. Uh, Throw for Snake. Uh, join me on that hashtag if you agree with me. Just just watch the leftovers. You see Justin Theroux with a beard, and you're like, eh. And he's cut. He's a he's a good looking man. Put him put him in a sneaking suit. Sh- send him to Shadow Moses. He should be Snake. I'll give the spy who dumped me a one out of five. Don't watch this movie. And then uh, the last movie I saw, I saw it uh, saw it this week. Yeah, saw it this week. The Meg. Uh, you know, that, that movie about a big old shark. It's a big old shark movie. Uh, dumb movie knows what it is. It knows it's a dumb movie, though, so that's what makes it great, because nobody takes it seriously, not even the actors. And that's why it's good. I've given it a 3 out of 5. Not much else to say about that. Yeah, if you're bored, I'd say watch it. Then, uh, then I'm going to round this off with a movie that... When did it come out? This is my This is my takeaway movie that I never knew about. I pride myself on knowing about most movies, and I never saw this or heard of it. It's it's a 2014 film? Jeez. Man, I didn't know. It came out that long ago. It's called Predestination. It came out in 2014. Uh, it stars Ethan Hawke and Sarah Snook. It, it's, it's a great movie. I mean, if you like time travel, sci-fi, drama which those are like my three boxes. You, you, you get those three things in a movie and I am there. I am there with bells on. That's right up my freaking alley. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything about this movie, but I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's probably, it's made it into my top movies of all time. That's how much I love this movie. So if you want to watch a great movie that you, that it's got so many twists and turns, as soon as you think you figure it out, you don't, and then it does a different thing, and then you're like, oh man, they're gonna do this, and then they don't, and then they do something else. It's great. Watch it. Predestination, my number one pick for this year. Watch that movie. All right, well, uh, thank you for sticking with me for this review. If you uh, have any other films you suggest or different opinions on the movies I talked about, please let me know. You can get at us at uh, we're Ready Fight Pod on Twitter. Uh, Ready Fight Podcast, uh, Facebook, and Ready Fight Podcast at Gmail. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening, guys. We're we're almost at a hundred listens, and we're we're pretty happy. We're pretty proud of that. Um, I know Nathaniel's working on the website pretty hard, so as soon as that's up, we'll 
We'll link you guys to that so you can get some more content from us. And uh, a big old thanks to everybody. Okay, that'll do it. Have a great day. Bye!